0: is jonathan taylor the number one running back in fantasy football right now plus week nine start and sit calls next on fantasy football today in five hello and welcome to fantasy football today in five i'm chris towers here with dan schneier on friday the morning to recap thursday's game between the jets and colts and talk about some week nine start sit calls we'll start off with that thursday game colts won 45 30 it was a much more comfortable win than the two score margin would make you think if you didn't see the game I, I don't think i've ever seen a a team look as excited for the clock to keep running as the colts defense did uh on that <laughs> final drive they would just Had no interest in keeping the clock running. So not as close as the 2 score margin indicated a lot of garbage time stuff for the Jets. But some interesting fantasy stuff to take away from this game. We'll start with the first question. How many running backs would you take ahead of Jonathan Taylor right now? In fantasy football
1: here i am and i'm saying i wouldn't take any running back ahead of jonathan taylor right now in fantasy football marlon mack inactive for this game his time is done with the colts and with taylor he reached a speed tonight of 22.03 miles per hour the fastest of any player he also owns the second fastest top end speed it's almost like we never thought this guy could be a superstar despite him showing up the combine weighing in at 230 plus and running a 439 and dominating at the collegiate level. So I'm happy for Taylor. I wouldn't take anyone over him right now at all. And I'll say this with the way the Colts offensive line is blocking. I don't, I, when I watch football, I see only two offensive lines taking it to uh, run defenses like the Colts and it's the Colts and the Cowboys. So you combine all that and you have a fantasy superstar.
0: Yeah. If Christian McCaffrey was healthy and I knew he was going to be healthy, I would take sure. him over Jonathan Taylor after that, man, it's, it's real tough with Derek Henry out. So I agree with you. He's, he's right up there with everyone for sure. 172 yards on 19 carries in this one, two touchdowns plus two catches for 28. He has nine touchdowns over his last six games while averaging 146 yards per game in that stretch. So, so much for that slow start for Jonathan and You asked Taylor. me a
1: couple weeks ago, Chris, if he could be Saquon Barkley, and he basically he's Saquon Barkley with an offensive line. That's what Jonathan yeah. Taylor is right now.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's that's a good point. Uh, question two, where does Michael Pittman rank at wide receiver for the rest of the season for you? He had five for 64 with one touchdown in this one. He's averaging 73 yards per game for the season five touchdowns in nine games
1: yeah i'm I'm comfortably ranking him inside the top 15 right now at wide receiver i think not and this is a game he actually was productive without getting the deep game going and that's been a big part of his production before this so he's kind of showing he can do a lot of different things this wasn't even his best game the game script wasn't there and he's still the number one target for Wentz, though
0: yep 100 I, i think 15 to 20 is where i would have him for sure so i'm right there with you you're starting him every week i was skeptical about him coming in but he's really proved me wrong and one more Is Elijah Moore a must-add player coming off a two-touchdown performance? He had seven catches for 84 yards and two touchdowns in this one on eight targets.
1: I think he definitely is. This is what you were waiting for. You go for the talent. Your back end of your bench should be these upside guys, and we did a profile on him this offseason, and we loved him. Me and Dave, we watched a lot of Elijah Moore film, and we thought he was a top 20, top 25 type prospect in this class, so get on board as long as Mike White can come back. Let's, Let's hope that they can get Mike White back, but it shows tonight that he could do it with Josh Johnson as well.
0: Yeah, I remember he was the absolute star of Jets training camp and OTAs and basically everything before the season actually started. He was drawing Antonio Brown comps. Yep. They really love him, so a big second half is not out of the question for Elijah Moore. We'll move on to some start-sit questions for Week 9, and we'll start with one that I think Sean Payton may still be wrestling with. Start or sit Taysom Hill in Week 9. They've been cagey about yes, who they're that. going to start. We've been assuming it's going to be Taysom <laughs> Hill. It would be pretty silly if it was Trevor Simeon, if you asked me, but Sean Payton famously does not ask me for advice. So uh, <laughs> would you start Taysom Hill this week, assuming he is the starter?
1: Yeah, I hope, I really hope he is the starter because everything on CBS Sports website right now is t- assuming Taysom Hill is the starter. And I think yep. he will be, and I would start him. I'm bullish on Hill. I was one of the people who in my Superflex League used... 45% of my budget on Hill this week and actually came up short. Somebody used 50% of their budget. So a little disappointing there. I think he has QB one upside. It's the Konami code. The rushing upside gives you such a nice floor every week.
0: Yeah. Four rushing touchdowns, 50 yards per game in his four starts last season. Move on cool. to another one that you and I were talking about before the show. We've gotten some questions. Would you sit DJ Moore? He has struggled since Sam Darnold, you know, kind of flop after his big start is DJ Moore someone you're considering sitting.
1: So this is kind of similar to what we were getting at the beginning of the season, which do you sit Allen Robinson, a guy who had proven to uh, be a great big volume guy in the past, wasn't this year. I still think the volume will be there for DJ Moore. I think it's the situation's a little bit different. I trust that offense a little mm-hmm. bit more, even if uh, Walker has to play and they won't have Darnold in, which might end up being a net positive.
0: Yeah, and it, it's he's still seeing a target rate right around 30%. So that's the big difference between him and Robinson. Tough matchup against the Patriots, but. I can't get more outside of my top 15. I, I'm still starting him in all formats. No, we'll go to Kadarius Tony. It does. He's got a thumb injury. I think at this point, we're assuming he's going to play. I think we're assuming Kenny Galladay and Sterling Shepard will not. Would you start Kadarius Tony this week?
1: The upside, the upside to starting him would be that Shepard's out for this one. Wasn't out for the last one, but I found his usage really weird last week. He ran mm-hmm. 17. Uh, I think it was 17 snaps or 17 mm-hmm. routes. He ran, so really not involved in the game plan. And, so I, I I'm I'm borderline with Tony. I'd only put him in like a back as a back end flex for this week.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think he's right around 40 at wide receiver for me, so. He is usable. There is some upside there, but you know, I I want to see him do it again before I trust him. All right, for more start sit calls, make sure you tune into the full episode of Fantasy Football Today in your regular podcast feeds. For Dan, I'm Chris. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.